Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Todd and Tyler, always within reach. And good for a reach around, too. At TNTRadioEmpire.com. Or find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Jim Florentine with us. JimFlorentine.com. All his tour dates. He's at the Funny Bone in Omaha tonight and tomorrow night. One show each. It's so just good. fun to have Jim back. Yes, it is, man. It's good. We Everybody says, uh, every comic, Colleen, best club owner in the country. No yep, question. She is. Everybody. I know. That seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Not everybody. That's, why, that's <laughs> why she gets us well, so cheap. You know, there's, there's a couple assholes out there that aren't going to like you. That's my favorite part. And you part. probably don't like them anyway. people that don't like her. There's like yeah. one or two comedians out there we've heard of. I don't know their names, but don't care. But don't like you. And it's hilarious because you know they can't talk bad about you because everybody else loves you. So they can't be somewhere and I say, love I love misfit clowns. I know. That's why. Yeah. I know you do. I mean, I've been yeah. doing this a long time. You've been doing time. a long time, right? Long exactly. Time. What always says more about the comedians that don't like you. Yeah. yeah. We're like, well, what's oh, wrong thanks, with that Nick. guy? Yeah. 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 Well, mainly because you told them they weren't funny and they're not playing here anymore, True. right? Yeah. <laughs> and you have to make those decisions. It's tough. Yeah. You know, but that's the way you got to do it. If yeah. they're not selling tickets, they're not going to get that price they used to get, all right. of that stuff. So, right. right. Or they're not funny, you know. Right. That kind of stuff. But uh, Jim's obviously funny. Check him out this weekend. I would just say, you're not right for this room. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. They screw, they, they flip you off and walk out of the office. I don't know anybody that doesn't like you either, man. You know? Well, thanks, Tyler. No, but it's like we, comics are weird. Like, they're very sensitive. But I know. Yes. Meanwhile, the, every show, they get rejected by the crowd if they don't do well. Yeah. So it's like you're dealing with that every night. If yeah. a club owner says, look, you're not right for the room, then you're not right for the room. Then right. go somewhere else. Right. Or just go, can I come back in a year? Right. And and then, you know, make another evaluation on me. Mm-hmm. I was always happy. Like, if a club owner told me that instead of screwing me around by not, you know, getting back to me or whatever, or my right. agent, right. I'd rather be honest. Okay, yeah. fine. They don't like me there. That's fine. I'll just go somewhere and else. And move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where where, where does your your East Coast sensibility not work, though? Because I see you, you play down south. You play in the Midwest. You're a funny guy. Is there anybody, any place you don't work? Not really. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even they, I was, they, they, they know what to expect when they see Jim Florentine. Yeah, yeah. It, I, years ago, I get the early oh, yeah. 2000s, right. you know, I think, but with cable TV and all that. Right, and then right. you had The Sopranos right. and MTV and right. whatever, Jersey Shore. Then right. it was pretty much, but I remember Alabama going there early in my career. Yeah. And they were like, uh, you know, look, who's this Yankee? <laughs> 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 I, t- I, t- I remember telling the MC because they, they would judge you yeah. from New York City. I said, say I'm from Florida, <laughs> from Fort Lauderdale, yeah. Florida. I go, right. Just, I need that advantage right. once I get right. up there. Yeah, that's true, true. Yeah. Because, you know, Florida's basically, everybody moves down there from New York anyway. Yeah. So you could so, be from Florida. Right, right. Right. So, no, all right, so just from say Florida. I'm from Florida. Just say I'm from Florida. Yeah, when I was still living in Jersey, I, I need, because they hated me before I even hit the stage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking off the air. You told me that there was a shot a couple years before the pandemic, that the metal show was going to come back through another network. We're not going to talk about that. But it was uh, the funny thing is you've been jacking with Eddie Trunk for years now, you and Jameson both, by saying, hey, you should look in. Like, you guys have heard all the options from fans. Why don't you call these guys? Like, 
Like people are going to pick. Like CBS is going to say, "Yeah, sure, we'll do it." So you've been, but that fell apart. That fell apart, right? Yeah, that fell apart. And that was when, actually a real bite, right? When the pandemic hit, right. we were going to record it, do it in New York City. Right. We're looking for studio space. Right. This was January 2020, right. and then everything hit, and yeah. you couldn't wow. go back into a building for two years. So right. by the time it passed, it's time. But no, people think like just because you're on a TV show that you have the rights to it, right. that you could just bring it somewhere else, like. Jennifer Aniston can't go I'm gonna do go to Showtime and go, hey, listen, I got friends. Would you take friends? <laughs> like, they think we have that control. We're right. just three hosts. We don't own the show or anything like that. Who owned the name of that metal show? Oh, well, VH1 still okay, does. They, they no, still do. Okay. So they have to buy it. Like, that's Viacom, right? That's Yeah, Viacom. Okay, so yeah. let's say, I don't know, you know, let's say Netflix wants it. They right. have to negotiate with VH1 to get the rights back to the show yeah. and the name. Right. So they probably got to go cut them a check for a couple hundred grand, and maybe a million. That. They don't want to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, then you can have the show. Here's your rights to it. Right. So that has to be negotiated even first before anything. And that's the thing, because you would think with streaming services, it would kick ass somewhere, because that's a vo- very loyal audience, that metal show was. Well, Viacom has their own. They're, that's Paramount yeah. Plus. right. 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 Plus you, and Showtime together. Now that's that's all so their I told, stuff. Off the air, I was telling him I love how you mess with Trunk all the time. You say you just recently called in Trunk's show and messed with him again. Yeah, what we always do because the fans are always so passionate about the <laughs> oh, show. Sure. No matter show. where yeah. I go, it yeah. doesn't matter right. when's that metal show coming back. Right. Is there and any... plus, you're doing these tours with these bands. You're on the boats with the bands. You do you go out and open up for bands. So you're just you're putting yourself out there. Oh all yeah, the time. and plus I do a show, a heavy metal show, yeah, on yeah. a satellite. So right. so whenever they do it, uh, especially like on Twitter. Eddie, any chance of that metal show coming back? And then he answers everybody. It may be, who knows? You never know. TV yeah. shows come back. Right, and right. then I quote tweet it. I'm like, what about Netflix? You just met with him last week. What did they say? And I just put that out there, and he gets bombarded. I think you mentioned to us. That, does, he hate, does, yeah. he, does he call you off there and bitch you? No, he, he knows. Like, That's just the way I am. You know? But then I remember one guy called in. He goes, Eddie, I just, so I, we, after all these years, I'm like, I got to figure out something. To say where people won't keep asking me, what about this? What right. about this streaming Good service? Luck. So I just said, so for like the last year, I've been going, listen, I go, Eddie has something in the works, <laughs> and he's going to make a major announcement in two weeks. I go, <laughs> he go, they go, what is it? I go, he won't even tell me and Don because he has said we has to keep it a secret. So in two weeks, he's going to announce on his radio show. And then people can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> So I told him that, and then some guy called in. I just met Jim in Hartford, <laughs> Connecticut, after a show. He said, you got a major announcement. It's been a month. What is it? He goes, don't listen to that guy. He went off on me for like 10 minutes. That's what he does. Whatever he says, he's just me- he's messing with you. <laughs> and that's his whole life, too. I mean, you guys, you and Don, obviously have a comedy life. And even then you get bombarded. But his whole life is music. It's, it's so music, that's, yeah. that's all he's got to put up with. Man. And he does a talk show where he, people call in. I and know. they can keep bringing it up. And he goes and hosts those shows. I mean, yep. he hosts some too, but he's he's everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Have you been out with a band recently or not? No, I haven't okay. done that. Don does it, Jameson, a lot. Yeah, it's tough did, yeah. to yeah. do those things. It's yeah. like yeah, I did. did the tour with Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax. Yeah. Then I opened for Megadeth another time. Right. 17,000 people, they don't want to see you. Yeah, that's tough. And they it's, even know you, and that, that metal crowd knows you, and they don't want to see you either, No, right? they give you a break because they know who you are. That's it. For like the first two minutes. And how, long, how, <laughs> how, how much time do you have in front of Megadeth? Well, front of, uh, front of, Slayer, Megadeth, Slayer. Anthrax, I had to do five minutes between each band. Between each band? Yeah. Because I was, Jägermeister hired me, so I was the host and MC. Right. So I'd promote Jägermeister and then do jokes. So right. when Anthrax went on first, it was great. It was like a comedy club. Got it. There's like 3,000 people in the venue. They right. were awesome. 
They weren't crazy. Then by the time Megadeth goes on an hour and 15 minutes later, right. they're getting rowdy. Right. And like, okay, this guy again. And you come back and do five more minutes. Yeah. Five more minutes. And now I have to, now I have to go do you, say, do you say, where was I? <laughs> What's that? Do you, do you say, where was I last break? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do five more minutes. Five more minutes. And they let you, they, can you get through those five before Megadeth? It was tough. Okay. You could tell they're, they're really rowdy and right. they're ready to go. Right. And they're like, okay, dude. Come Do on. they uh, ever throw stuff at you? Well, th- that's right before Slayer. That <laughs> okay. <happened. laughs> so I remember Slayer had this stage show where you they had a curtain covering the whole stage. It was a big stage show. Right. So I couldn't be on the main stage for my third set. Yeah. Oh. So they so they put me oh. at the sound booth. Whoa. In the middle of the so venue. So you're in the round then, basically. Yeah. 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 So all of a sudden, like, you know, everyone. shine a light on the sound booth. Yeah, so all of a sudden, like, you know, uh, uh, they're going at 9, at like 8.53, I go on. (laughs) And all of a sudden, those spotlight hits, you know, all of a sudden the lights go down, and we think Slayer's coming on, and the spotlight comes on to the soundboard. Hey, guys, I'm over here. And then I'm like, yeah, listen, Slayer's coming up in a few, and then then it's like. Then you start doing some jokes. So now the people have to turn around, everybody that's in. You know, in the front, it's got to all turn around to go look at me at the soundboard telling yeah. more jokes. How many dates on that tour did you do with them? I did like 25. Okay. Oh. now oh, that's, wow. That's 15 minutes of, of busting your ass on stage. I know it's not. So was it worth Was it? Worth it? No. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, like, because you only had to do 15 minutes, five, 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 but it was a crowd was annoying. You had to, and I would say, was it financially worth it? Yeah, financially it was. That's what, that's, what that's, what, that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay, got it. I did it because of that, but I also got a thousand T-shirts made up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I figured I'll sell them on the tour. It'll be great. I'll do a meet and greet because right. I said, hey, I'll be at the merchandise table after the show. Right. Come by and they'll buy a shirt. But I didn't know you can't sell your T-shirt. Whatever the headline is selling, you can't sell less than that. I was going to sell my shirts for 20 bucks. Yeah. And so when I got oh, there, oh. they were $40. Oh, yeah. So whatever Slayer price. is the headliner, you can't sell undercut them. So I didn't could, know that rule. So my a forty dollars Jim Florentine T-shirt. Did you sell any? Um. Well, you, when you go into the merchandise table, there was like eight iconic Slayer album covers. Yeah. Then you had Megadeth had like six. Yeah. Anthrax had like four. Right. And then my shirt was all the way up in the corner. <laughs> it just said my name, Jim Florentine, with four skulls on it. Yeah. I sold three. <laughs> I got a thousand shipped. I think Seattle was the first set. I got them all shipped out. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. They're under the tour bus. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll be doing. You would have sold more if you if it was 10, 15 bucks a head. Yeah, if it yeah. was like yeah. twenty, right. I said, yeah, I'll sit, I'll be on the corner. So I sold three, and that was the rule. That was the rule. I had no idea. I yeah. wouldn't even got them made up. I'm like, I forget it. I'm not gonna sell anything. Yeah. Who's buying my shirt? Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Well, I, I don't think that Slayer... Well, first of all, they they all want their money. I get it, but yeah. you're not gonna Slayer still would have sold a bunch of shirts. 
even if they could buy a $20 Florentine shirt. You know, it ain't like you're another band going against them. You're a comedian, so. But that's how the bands do it. Like the bands will you can't undercut you can't undercut the top. You can't undercut the band, and also you know the bands were famous for messing with the opening band sound, right? Right. So they didn't sound good, which is crazy. Yeah, but those three guys, those three, they always they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I'm saying the old days we see it all the time. It's like imagine like a headliner comes in at a funny bone, right? And, you know, the feature act, they mess with the microphone so it's real low <laughs> until he gets on. Like, that's crazy. I never got that. I saw some shows back in the 80s myself that the opening band didn't sound right. And I'm thinking, that's when they used to mess with people. I said, why would you do that? You're taking it away yeah. from the audience, you no, know? they want to blow the previous band off the stage. I know. Yeah. But, you know. That's what that's all about. Right, but it's such an ego thing. It's I like, know. so you're putting us on the show and you're going to mess with our sound so we don't sound that good? What were your days like in those days? But there are comics who want the guy in front of them to suck. Sometimes, you know, a lot of times that doesn't work because the crowd's in a bad mood by the time you get up there. And now you really got to get them back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. No. Did the bands on that tour know that you were put in an impossible situation? They didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, man, you got some balls to do that. What's what's wrong with you? Like, I don't know. I just... Oh, yeah, they were like, what's, could you, crazy? you even enjoy uh, the music? Yeah, I could, because I would just go out. I just, after a few days, I just accepted what it, what it is. Yeah. But when I went on the soundboard the first night, I, remember, I think it was San Antonio or maybe yeah. the second night, right. they started throwing beers at me. Oh, yeah. So I see these oh, missiles no. coming at me, and I'm on a soundboard, and all the, you know, the board's the right there. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, uh, you know, all the sound guys go, what are you doing? They can't have beer hit the soundboard. It's right. going to short everything out. Right. So the next night before before I went up there, because all the families hang out at the soundboard yeah. and friends, that's uh-huh. where they watch the show. Five minutes before, okay, everybody out. They put a tarp over all the, all the, <laughs> all the soundboards because they knew beer and water wow. was coming flying at me. <laughs> and then I said, listen, put me somewhere else. So they'd find somewhere else in the venue like in a, a VIP box or something like that, and they and shine the spotlight up, up there. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, because right, right. they didn't want it either, these missiles coming at me. I had these Jägermeister girls, I figured, because they were walking around. Right. Jäger. I said, if I bring a hot girl with me and stands next to me, maybe they won't throw stuff. Right. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. One girl's like, I'm hot. They're not going to throw anything. I'm, I'm just preparing you. They're angry. She goes, no, they'll be fine. These are Slayer like, fans. Slayer. Yeah, they didn't care. How many chicks are in the crowd, too? None? Two. 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 Just the Yanker girls. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was married at the time. I just had a baby, and my okay. wife was, you know, she's not in the metal. And she's like, listen, you're on the road with these bands. I don't yeah. know what's going on. There's girls everywhere. I go, they're not. I'm telling you. You're, yeah, you're not. You're, you're not the, you weren't on the stadium tour with a bunch of MILFs. You're, it's right. Slayer. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, Poison show. No, right. Right, and then she came like five nights into the tour in like yeah. Baltimore, and she sort sort a crowd. She goes, "Yeah, I don't have to worry. You don't have to. You don't have to call me at the end of the night. I'm fine." <laughs> yeah, she knew. Was that a uh, like two nights on, one night off kind of tour? Was it? Yeah, pretty day? much. Okay, that was good. it. Yeah. All right. Were you finding open mics? Did you do anything just to get out your no, system? You no. just didn't care, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you were on a tour out. bus. That was rough because you're going like 12, 12 hours. Whose bus were you on? I was on uh, the Jägermeister bus. Oh, so separate. Yeah, it was a separate with the Jägermeister people. No, the girls weren't on it. Oh. They got local, local girls, girls in town. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. But then I did another tour with Megadeth, and I was on the the um, all, all the roadies bus. There was oh, like 25 were? people on there. It was awful. Oh, that did you're oh, on, Yeah, you don't know bus? anyone. Oh. And then you got to go in the venue. They pull up there like 8 in the morning, and then everyone has to shower, and there's like one shower. It's disgusting. There's oh. all... Dirty towels on the floor, and then you got to go in there. Oh yeah, the roadie bus. Oh would yeah, suck. they're they're working. It dudes, smells. Man. Yeah, it's disgusting. And they don't care about you. They don't care. They don't know who I am. Yeah. They don't care. It's so that was a little rough. Was there a bunk on the roadie bus? Yeah, it was a bunk. Yeah, you slept in a bunk. Yeah. Oh man. 
you got a little TV in there, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. But there's really no place to hang when there's that many people on the bus, no, too. No, no, 24 guys. And it ain't, it ain't like with, you're not with the acts, the famous guys. No, when you pull up at the venue at 8 a.m., and you're, you're there till you go on stage at 7.30 that night. Right. And you're just stuck oh. somewhere in the middle of nowhere in the woods at some pavilion yeah. or something like that. Oh. Yeah, so it's that like was a rough tour. Right? It was rough. So I'm like, Jameson still does it. He loves. I it. know he did. Well, he did it. He was just in a bus tour with God a couple summers ago. Uh, what did he say? The Dead Daisies was yeah, it? He the just, Dead Daisies. Yeah, he just he's just out every well, night I mean, with you. He did share that glamorous story about washing his socks in the hotel sink. Yeah, so. he told <laughs> you know. us that story. I, mean, I don't know how you're going to yeah. leave that. Yeah, he had to wash his socks. Because he ran out of socks, right? <laughs> Took like yeah. three pairs of hotels. socks on the entire tour. <laughs> I remember one of the rock stars told me, "Goes and then it's the same bathroom backstage and all the roadies are using it. It's Ugh. disgusting." So one, of, I forget who one of the guys said, "Listen, when you get to the venue at like eight a.m., go all the way up to the top, like almost by the box office, and go in the ladies' room because nobody goes in there." That's right, you can. So just go in there and do your number two, whatever, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm Destroy like, oh, that's a good yeah. idea. Right, yeah, he goes, "That's what we do all the time." So I'm in there one time. I forget what city is, and all of a sudden the box office woman and her friend come in, and I'm in a stall, and I'm like, oh. I put my feet up against the wall and see my hairy legs. I was in there for like 15 minutes. They were just talking. I'm like. Your feet up in the air. Yeah, yeah. You can see my hair I never thought of that. The ladies' room is probably wide open at a lot of metal shows. Well, it, it, early yeah. in the morning, too. Especially oh, early, yeah, like there. 8 a.m. There's, there's nobody in there except for the woman at the box office right, and maybe right. a cleaning lady. Yeah, right. No, I'm talking like in the middle of a rush concert. Oh, man. There's, there's, yeah. there's no waiting That's a good at the point. ladies' room. Yeah. The ladies' room just out, out in the middle of a Slayer show. Right. It might be empty, too, for that matter, during the show. Right. Yeah, it always depends what band you're seeing. Yeah. You know, if you're I, seeing, you know, Zach Brown, there's yeah. no line for the, the men's room. Right, right. You know, but right. when you're at a, you know, a Motorhead show, right. it's just the girls yeah. walk right in. We, uh, Todd and I remember years ago, we, we uh, our girlfriends at the time, his wife, my ex-girlfriend at the time, we went and saw um, Liz Etheridge here in town. And great show. And we walked up to go to the bathroom. No waiting. Walked, no. We, there, was like, <laughs> we were like, there was like four guys at that show. And she's great. Her yeah. music was great. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. in the mid, mid-90s when she was really kicking ass. Everybody at the show was a chick, and they were all in line over there. I'd say, man, but then we said, just we'd walk out of the men's room and go, ladies, there's nobody in there, man. <laughs> and they would just go in, yeah. So, but the other way around, <laughs> I love so. Do you want to get, would you rather get, <laughs> so you're actually in there creeping? They think you're creeping, yeah, because your legs are in the air. If you, yeah. you keep your legs down, you're pooping, you might get yelled at, but at least they know you're just there pooping. But if your legs are in the air and they catch you, they think you're in their creep. That's even worse. I know yeah. it is worse. Yeah, it is. But I would have done the same thing too. I probably lifted my legs up and just kept quiet. Yeah, I just that's what I did. I just yeah. kept quiet. Right. I'm like, oh man. The comedian right, got busted yeah. for creeping in yeah, the Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when every other bathroom's open, every men's room, like, why did you have to go in here? <laughs> but none of the women from the Melissa Etheridge concert would come into our bathroom because they didn't want to see a penis. No, no, no they didn't no, want to see it. Absolutely no so interest. They could have destroyed those rooms. Nobody would have cared. Sure. Nobody would have cared. <laughs> I love that. I love that you would have got caught. Yeah, Jameson still does it. Now, does he do it because he wants to or because it, it's the money, man? You got to do it. You got to do it to pay the bills. It's a little both. He has an act where it's like he's got a lot of rock jokes. Yeah, he does. So it works. Oh, it does. Okay. He uh, has a set act for that. Oh, I, I think I've seen some of that. Yeah. So I've and, done some of them, and it's just like I do just regular material, so I'm right. not really into it as right. much. But yeah. he, he's perfect for those. Because he just uh, he drops rock guys' names, and that just catches people. So yeah, and he Guns N' Roses fans, mm-hmm. ACDC, yeah. and, and he gets them going. The he's got good jokes. So All right. And he likes it. He likes being on tour bus and but just I asked doing him, his own thing. I asked him about uh, when we were talking about that because you guys you guys do the you do do the boat thing the class the, the class yeah boat. Monster Rock yeah. Cruise they, yeah they, they they seem like fun 
because I like that kind of music. That's the only time I probably get on the boat to see something like that. But I asked him, I said, how do you not start drinking right away on a boat? We talked about the Key West before. He said, you got to not start drinking until like five. Yeah. it's Because you could wake up every morning one of those things. Because rock fans are bellied up for Bloody Mary's. Because don't bands start like noon on those on those? Yeah, cruises? they start around noon. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it's funny the, the first night because they're an older crowd. Yeah, of course they are. But it's all, yeah. It's the first the night they're raring to go. Even the second <laughs> one, by the third, they're dragging. Yeah, <laughs> the people they can't handle it. Like uh, they're not in their twenties anymore. No, the third night is the night. The you third can't do night, that. they're like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I can't just... do three nights. So yeah, I always pace myself because we usually do like at least one comedy show. But we're also introducing the bands. Right. We're interviewing them. Like in a separate area afterwards okay. and stuff, so we're we're, we're actually working. So. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, you actually do a comedy show too? Yeah, we do a it's comedy not show around too. Around the bands, yeah, okay. yeah, right. yeah. All right. Are all the bands on those boats the entire time? Yeah, they're on for five days. Yeah. They got to do two different shows, two different sets, which is good. So if you don't see them the first time, and sometimes they'll do a different set the second second time. So every okay. band has to do at least two shows. Okay, got it. All right. So then, yeah, this bands like uh, all the eighty bands. Kicks are on there. I love Kicks. Tesla, friends of mine, Tesla. Yeah. yeah so. Queensrike. Yeah. So I love that. By the third night, they're just dragging. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're all over you in the beginning. Right. They're yeah. Like, oh my god, can I get a picture? Got it. By the third day, they're like, ah, oh, you doing? You know, <laughs> they leave you alone. <laughs> How you doing? Anticipate the worst and hope for the best. Optimism's a big letdown. But this is the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Podcast found at iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and always free at TNTRadioEmpire.com. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.